Hey guys, how's it going? It's Danny here. Just wanted to say hey, and just wanted to give you a bit of an insight into my journey, really, of how I got started with music and why I do music and why I write songs and stuff like that. Before I get into that, I just want to quickly say a big thank you to everyone who has supported me so far. It really means a lot. And if you're new here, thank you for checking me out. Glad to have you part of the journey. I hope you stick around and I hope you enjoy it. So yeah, I haven't told this story before. I'm excited to share it. But it starts back when I was really young and my parents had split up. And because of this, I moved about quite a bit. Me and my brother and sister moved around a bit and went to different schools. And um, I remember one town we were moving from, the friends that I'd made there, there was one friend who introduced me to like guitar-based music, kind of like alternative music, but I wasn't, I was really young and I wasn't really into anything. Like I think I was just playing computer games and whatever. And um, I remember listening to this music and it's like sparking a slight interest in playing the guitar, but it was a, definitely a throwaway thought and it was kind of like whatever. But um, at the time, the music I was listening to, was, it was more like rap, hip-hop, pop, R&B sort of stuff. Anyway, so I get to this, I move into a new school, move into a new town. And the initial friends I made were very much more like into football, into cars, into acting tough. There's not a universal word for it, but I remember the word being thrown around around this time, which was townie, like Towny was like this sort of person, I guess. Um, it's silly, really, because like in school and stuff, when you have these names for like these different sorts of communities, but whatever, it was, it was kind of like that. And um, these were the kind of friends that I attracted. Like, and I guess it was familiar to me because my brother and my dad were like big into football and cars a bit as well. And so it was kind of like I got it, but definitely very quickly it was like I, I knew that the interests weren't mutual it wasn't really me I was hanging out with kids who had definitely had were into different things or I just wasn't into what they were into like you know football talking about football and cars and like looking at a really fast car or something like that I don't remember but it was stuff like that and girls and acting tough and I remember thinking as well around that age like that's how I was thinking like these are not my interests and I'm just like here like whatever and I remember thinking like other people were like that like pretending to like something to fit in or just to feel accepted or not to be made fun of or something like that and I even thought that about adults as well I remember thinking that as and being there's quite like a deep thought I guess for someone who's so young but anyway I remember that and and I I, uh, I remember coming home from school one day and the music channels were on and uh, I was watching it and then this song comes on and it's Blink-182 and I'm literally like transformed into this world, like completely mesmerised by this song and this video and, and this whole like vibe of this like thing. I, I just thought everything about it was super cool. Like it's the only way I could describe it. It's like a super cool piece of content I guess the way the band were they're very like effortlessly cool the way they played the instruments they looked cool the, the sound was so fresh and 
energetic and the voices and it, it was like it was just something else man I was just like this is sick and I remember seeing it for the first time and my brother was in the room as well and I remember him saying like oh I bet you're gonna love this I bet you like this in like a sarcastic way and he was right <laughs> I did I was like I was hooked I remember just wanting to see that video and see more about that band like I'd, I'd wait watch these uh music channels for ages and wait for it to come on and and I guess like from there it sparked a slight interest in music but because I was like while I was waiting for this one thing to come on I was discovering other stuff but sort of similar but it was never as cool as Blink because everything else was like too serious and too like the musicians in other bands at the time that's what I was thinking like very like serious and there's a lot of boy bands and stuff and it's very serious and like uh. and then like even the rap stuff I was kind of like it's so serious and aggressive it's just like this blink was just such a different vibe it was so cool everything about it was cool and I loved it and um anyway I was like mesmerized by this and it kind of like changed my whole attitude on everything like ever since then ever ever since discovering this thing it changed everything I remember going to school thinking or to seek out new people and, and have this whole new attitude. And it's like, had this kind of like excitable kind of energy and I wanted to just make new friends, I guess. And I had this thing where all I wanted to do was make people laugh and make people feel comfortable. And, and I wanted to do it with people who are very shy and introverted and like not the kind of popular kids, if that means anything, which is silly. But um, it, it was definitely like I want to make people who didn't really stand out in school, not that it's important, to, I wanted them to feel comfortable and good and, and happy. So I, I'd like talk to people who, who were quite like shy and stuff. And it was funny. I, I remember thinking, I remember this and I remember thinking this, like these kids think, it's funny that I'm talking to them because they expect me to be different. They expect me to, because I've been hanging out with these other sorts of kids before, like the townies and stuff. So it was like funny because it seemed like they were a bit shocked, but I don't know. Anyway, my topic of conversation was Blink-182. And I'd be making these new friends. I'd be telling them about like this band that I love. And they'd like, People knew of them, but I was like, yeah, obsessed with them. And, and just I'd tell people, like, I'm going to learn the guitar. That was my thing. And, and I'd act silly as well and just make people feel good and make people laugh. And I, I just loved doing that for some reason. I just did. It was very random. I was very, like, quite a random kid. I'd come out with some weird sayings just to make people laugh. Anyway, I, I had a, uh, a paper round at the time. And I remember I wanted to save up for a guitar with the paper round I had, which I well, can't remember how much I got paid for that, but I remember saving up, bought this guitar and, um, but I remember going to town, buying the guitar and bringing it home and, and it kind of being a, a funny thing in my family. Cause it was like, they thought it was just a phase I was going through. Like didn't think it was anything serious. Like I'm really young. And, and before that, I guess I did have like interests that changed quickly. I was into football for a bit. Remember, I did boxing for a bit. I was into computer games for a bit, but it was all kind of like phases. But this was like this was my thing I found, and and 
but I was into it. Like even before I uh, decided to buy the guitar, I was like, nah, this is my thing. Anyway, so I, I get this guitar, I, I bring it home, trying to learn it, and it's a rubbish guitar, so this big thing, it's like this Spanish thing, it's really hard to play, it's like hurting my fingers when I'm learning it, but I didn't care, I was like obsessed with learning it. And another thing I was obsessed with as well, which is really funny, but I feel like it was a big part of like what I do now, funny enough, is I was obsessed with, I'd come home and I'd get my guitar, I set up this like makeshift uh, microphone. I didn't have a mic. It was like a broom and I think it was like a spray can. So I had this like makeshift mic and I had my guitar and I'd stick Blink-182 on really loud, be in front of the mirror. And then for hours, I'd be performing in front of the mirror like I was Blink. And it was really serious though. Like I know, I know like a lot of kids do that, like, you know, sing in front of the mirror. But for me, it was like a serious thing. (laughs) I'd get home from school and, my mum would be like, do you want some food? I'd be like, I'm going to my room <laughs> to do a concert. I'm going to my room. Don't disturb me. And I'd be in my room like, ah. <laughs> That's what I did. That was my life. So I'd, I'd be at school. I'd be making these friends, like trying to make people laugh and just be silly. And then I'd come home and I'd, I'd play this like imaginary concert for hours. And that was it. That was my thing. And yeah, I, I loved it. I was obsessed with learning and, doing this like fake performance thing and yeah at school I'd make more like friends who were kind of like more the introverted shy types of people and just wanted to make them laugh and I felt like I brought together like this whole community of of friends who all come together through me and we all befriended each other and had this like little crew of mates and um, I remember one of my friends saying to me around this time that he said that I'd changed his life or like he felt like I made him I made him come out of his shell and feel more like someone and very like obviously very innocent and really young. Yeah, I remember that and his and his his uh I remember his mum being very fond of me as well because she thought I was such a positive influence on her son and even invited me on family holidays and stuff like that. Yes, we had our own little community and definitely the popular kids at school noticed this and like people wanted to be part of our little community and hang out and stuff and yeah it was really obvious and um well that's that's what I kind of picked up anyway that's what I thought well that's what I noticed I remember like funny comments from kids they used to get because so I, I was really into blink so my my style was changing so I was more into this fashion as well and it's more like a skater fashion and I remember I had like a girlfriend as well and and uh, she was like getting into that as well. So it, all my friends as well that I'd made were all kind of getting into this kind of new style because I got really heavily into it and I'm with my paper and I'm going out and buying these clothes which are more kind of like skater stuff, I guess, just more from that culture, skater rocker sort of thing. I was going to say, I remember this one guy saying to me and my girlfriend I had at the time, Oh, you're probably the coolest moshers I, I like, or something like that. Like, because mosher, that was a thing, but it wasn't cool to be a mosher, that's the thing. And he wasn't a mosher, but it was kind of like he was saying, like, you're lucky because you're right. Like, I don't know, it was weird. It's just like such a weird comments we got like that. Like, what I used to get like that. It was like, 
all right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember I was getting more and more into into guitar. So I'd stay after school and play their guitar because I had an electric and I had an amp, and I just be well into that. And I remember my friends wanting to get into music as well and trying it because I was really heavily into it. And it was obvious that I was serious about it, and they were kind of like, "Yeah, it's cool, but whatever." When we hung out outside of school, there was this whole thing at a time where this skater, rocker, mosher, grebo, grunger style was kind of frowned upon to these like towny sorts of people. There's probably other words I can use there, but I don't want to get it wrong. But there's like, you, you got the rockers and then you got the townies who are kind of into rap and stuff like that. I don't know. But there's this whole thing where it's like, if you were dressed like, a rocker type person that made you vulnerable to to them to their kind of ways and so there was like things going on where we'd go to town and friends of mine were like getting like mugged for their phones and or money get confronted by townies townies are silly using that word but I just just so you know what I mean yeah and just kind of like getting into confrontations just because of the way they dressed and the stuff we liked and because we're skaters or I don't know. It was, it, was, it was funny, but this used to happen every so often. and It wasn't nice, but yeah, it happened. And um, it was happening to my friends. And um, I remember eventually they started changing their ways to, and I feel like it was because of this, but to be more kind of, more like the towny type or just be less rocker, more like less rocker, I guess. And which was cool. Like everyone's like into their own thing. But for me, you know, I wasn't changing and this is my thing. And it was, it was true to me. Like I, I was, I was already obsessed and with this whole like band that I discovered and the guitar, I'm learning the guitar. I'm staying up the school. I'm kind of like starting like music projects with other music people so for me it's like yeah it's my thing so I'm, I'm not kind of changing but I could see it happening it became evident that my community of friends that I was the only rocker now and everyone had changed into like more of a towny type person and I was the rocker kid and I remember I used to wear like nail varnish as well black nail varnish and you know I had band t-shirts on and like baggy jeans and a chain and I don't know, whatever the style was, very skater. And I remember getting comments like, I remember once going out with my friends and I bought a CD. I can't remember which band it was, but it was a band. And I remember saying, someone saying to me like, you know, I should beat you up for buying that. <laughs> Just comments like that. I was like, okay. But it's like, I always got the pass. Like, nah, but he's cool. He's, he's with us. I don't know. It was weird. Very weird. But it's weird how kids are when they like, that kind of have created a separation. Looking back at it, it's funny. So going forward a bit, I finished school and unsure of what I want to do. I was doing music at school, but it was more of like real huge interest, but it wasn't like realistic. It was it was drilled some in my head that it wasn't realistic, I guess, by my parents and stuff. Like it's very you have to be very, very lucky to have any sort of career with that. You have to, it's all about luck. And it's always very, yeah, it was, so to me, it's kind of like, no, nah, I'm not going to, I didn't even think to do anything music related up at the school. And I remember my mum suggested that I go do 
an IT course at college. <laughs> my friend was in the same boat, didn't know what to do, and he joined the course with me. And we did this, signed up for this IT course at college and went to it and did like, I think, two days of it and hated it. It was rubbish. Didn't go back to college and just quit. There was a bit lost and thinking, what am I going to do? And the only thing I did enjoy was I used to hang out with friends, like trying to learn how to skate and stuff and play my guitar. And that was it. And my dad, I think it was, I remember around this time, got me a job as a labourer gardener with his friend. I was doing that for a bit. So I was like this pretty much full-time labourer. It was all right. It was hard work, but I didn't enjoy it. Like, And I was earning good money for my age. I was like earning... £300 cash a week, which was a lot of money. And I used to spend all my money on my clothes and stuff, but I wasn't happy, you know. I wasn't, I didn't enjoy it. And the guy I was working for could tell, like, he was like, what's up? What's up? And um, and I was just like, yeah, just don't know. Don't know, really. Don't know what to do. He's like, what do you enjoy doing? What do you love? And it's like, oh, I love music, really. But it's kind of like said in a way, it's like, yeah, you like music. <laughs> Stupid me, like, you know, that music thing, you know, it's so silly. And he was like, then why don't you go do music at college? And I was like, really? And so, yeah, why don't you do music at college? Like, yeah, why don't I do that? Yeah, so I did. I um, looked into it and I signed up for a music course. And yeah, this was, this was amazing because, like, now I'm on this course, I'm around like minded people, I'm like doing something that was like a hobby. Big interest of mine, but it's just like a silly hobby. But now I'm like, you know, I'm spending time every day learning about this thing more. And um, yeah, I, I was like one year older than most of the kids on that course. And um, I feel like they kind of like, a lot of people are very interested in my style and me, I guess, maybe because I was older or the way I dressed or something. But um, I noticed a lot of people wanted to know more about me. I think I used to like, I used to have this beanie and I used to like wear it really low and I used to like wanting to hide myself and just, all I wanted to do was just like really just learn and get on with like just learning music. But um, I remember as well, like a lot of kids in that class, that course were shy, kind of introverted kind of kids. There'd be me again, like wanting to, like when I did make friends, just wanted to make them laugh and <laughs> just be silly and just make them feel good. I was like, I always wanted to like make people come out of themselves and show themselves. You know, I always had this thing where I wanted to do that. And um, I think my teacher, my lecturer at the time noticed how some of the students were around me and how, I don't know, come more out of their shells. And my lecturer actually put me forward as a college mentor and suggested to whoever to make me a mentor for an age range of people at the college. And, and yeah, so I did that for a bit. I remember I used to sit in this room during the breaks at college and people would come in and just talk. And then I just like sit there and just try and make people laugh or whatever. I don't know, but I did that for a bit. I remember I felt really important as well because I had this like official card with my photo on it and it said college mentor. Um, But I was a student there. Over time at, at the college, I'd, I'd have different, like, 
kind of musical projects and my experience was becoming more broad from having different kind of like musical projects and yeah I did a bunch of them did like little local gigs but still very young all very innocent and um there's one band I was playing for and it wasn't going how I wanted like I was really serious about music at this point and I keep saying that because looking back at it it was so like you don't really know what you're doing at that age you know I don't think there's a lot of people in that college course who don't do music anymore who I know of but for me it was so like that's it I already decided and looking back at it I was so young like who was I to know to that it could be a real thing at such a young age anyway I was in this band and it wasn't going well and so just because it, I think the commitment level from other people wasn't there with me. And so I started this, this first band and um, it was called Dissolved In and no one really believed in it really, like not even the band. I guess when you're young, you have a lot of voices of other people. Like, And when you're doing something that's very, very glamorised, I guess it's, it seems a bit far-fetched. And, and I think someone who was very excitable and very convinced I was going to do this stuff. It kind of made, I think it made people seem a bit like, nah. So I do remember some friends I had kind of laughing at the idea of me starting a band and me being the front of the band and and me writing my songs and, you know, all of that stuff. And I feel like the band members I got into the band, they were experiencing that as well. But anyway, regardless, I, I believed in it. I believed that it was going to be something cool. You know, I, I honestly thought, whatever, this is it, man. I'm going to start my own band. Like the fact that I was starting my own band was like a huge thing. And it's like, I got past that kind of like stage of starting a band. It's like, this is only up now because I've got my own thing. Yeah. And I remember that the band members I had were, when we started were quite like, again, like shy introverted guys and wanted to make them feel like special and like kind of like bring them out of their shells. And so anyway, we're on a band for a bit and um, we did a few local shows and it was very quickly, we bagged this like support show, supporting this band in my hometown at quite a famous venue in the town and quite a big band, like a big American band were, touring and they were playing this town and I managed to blag a support slot which was so funny I did it in the funniest way I literally called up the promoter and um and I told him that I bumped into the singer of the headlining band and said that the singer said that we can support and convinced the promoter that it was a true story I'd never spoken to him before convincing and he put us on and we weren't ready as a band I think we had we didn't have like a full set of songs yeah we weren't great I remember as well, we even got my music lecturer at the time to play keyboards for us for one of the songs. Yeah, it, was just, it was a random thing, but um, it was a big deal for us because it was a packed show, busy. We were first on. I managed to blag us this support slot, which made us feel like a real band. Like, And I think then it started feeling like it was a proper thing. So we'd done like a real gig, like a real one. We decided, well, yeah, I, did, I wrote this song. And I just said to the guys, like, we should go into the studio and record this. I'd go to a proper studio and record it. They were, like, not thinking anything of it and kind of like, yeah, 
So I book out this studio, we go to track our music, and it's all professional, like we're doing it, like we've done recordings at college and stuff before, and it's very like crappy. And we're now in this kind of like semi-pro studio and it's like, okay, cool. This is all done. Like the way he's micing up the kit and the way we're doing it separately. And, you know, we're learning so much here about recording. Anyway, so we're recording. It was two days of recording one song. And the first day we've tracked all the music. And the next day was like a week later, a few days later. And in between that time, one of the members of the band was like, there was an issue with he wanted to sing in the band or wanted to sing on the track or something like that. I can't really remember, but it ended in him deciding to leave the band. He's left. We get back to the studio, finish off the song, and it was literally amazing because we got the song back. We hear it back for the first time, all finished in the studio, and I had one of those moments where I was like, oh, my God, this is... We all had it. We were all like it's one of these magical moments you have in the studio which is like it's, you rarely get you don't get it with every song but when you hear something back finished and you put all your little like harmonies and like the little kind of like extra instrumental bits and stuff like that you hear it back and you just hear it you're like sick that's sick that sounds like oh my god I kind of knew it was like it was quite special but then it was the first song we ever recorded professionally so maybe that was something to do with it. Um, but yeah, it was a song called Egocentric. We take it home, we show our families, all our families are like, oh my God, this is actually really good. And we're like, yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> and um, people were just blown away by it, like by this song, like our family. And I never really got any reactions like that to anything I'd done before. Anyway, so I uploaded it online and started promoting it, trying to book live shows. Because at the time that was the things like play live and we just... I always like loved performance. I always wanted to play live. And so we did, we, we did some other shows. And I remember we got a phone call from the guy who'd left the band and he said, um, dude, I heard the song. It's so sick. I want to come back in the band. <laughs> yeah. All right then. Cause we actually did. We needed someone to play in the band. So the bass player. So, um, he joins, comes back. Now we are in the band. Now, so we're doing this for a bit. We're doing my band for a bit, dissolved in. And all the songs started to write were very much based on self-belief. Because already I, I'd started this band and we recorded a song. And I kind of, at the place I was at before that, like I never really had support with music. I decided to pursue this thing without any encouragement, really. I started a band. I wrote this song. So to me, and, and I got this like big gig. I started thinking then, like you literally can do whatever you want if you just talk yourself out of the doubts you have. Because I, I did have all those silly doubts, like oh, music's silly, you can't do it, you can't do it. Like, and then people were telling me outside of that as well, like you can't do that, you can't do it, you can't do it. So it was, I had all these negative kind of like influences, but the one thing that was true and honest was what I thought about what I could do and what I believed in. So I started really believing in you can do whatever you want if you stick your, put your mind to it. Like, so I started writing about that and um, that was the music I was writing and dissolved in. And that's what the whole band was about was self-belief and living the life you want to live and doing things that you want and, and doing whatever you want to do 
just knowing that you can do it. Kind of like, you know, chasing your dreams. And I know a lot of people kind of like talk about that and sing about that, but it was a really big point for me because I felt like I had brought this band together and um, everyone kind of in the band never really thought it was a real thing. And it's like everything started becoming like real. Just a, a quick snapshot of that period of that band. Like we toured all over Europe for a bit. We we toured with some of our favourite bands. We, um, we played big shows at festivals and stuff. And we were on TV and we did like some cool stuff, which I'll talk, I can save that for another vlog. Because I'd love to go into the stuff we did do with that band. We did loads of stuff and I felt like it was all based on this belief system that I really kind of instilled in myself from a young age. But yeah, going forward, that band lasted for a while, did loads of stuff and supported some of our favourite bands, like I said. And yeah, I remember as well during this time, like each member kind of expressed how how it all changed their life and how being in the band changed them as a person, changed their confidence, changed their life, like made a big impact on their lives as, you know, as well as mine. Like it, it did, it was like a big thing for me. I just remember thinking like, that's the impact I want to have on people for the rest of my life was these moments that I wanted to make people feel good about themselves and make them believe in themselves. And that was a huge thing. Like have like a, more of an inner voice rather than taking these like outside kind of negative voices and really kind of like honing in on something that's true to you. That was what I wanted to speak about forever. And that's what, but the thing is dissolved in was definitely, it was kind of like a self-help thing as well. Cause even though I was writing about these topics, it was definitely a mirror. Like I wanted to digest this stuff. I was putting on seed on, on the music. I wanted to, take it in for myself but I also wanted to give it out to the world so it wasn't it was like selfish as well as selfless because it was kind of like helping me as well it was like a self-help thing it's like this therapeutic thing of like like everyone should think like this including myself like everyone should chase their dreams everyone should live the life they want everyone should do what makes them happy everyone shouldn't just follow something to impress someone else so I could, I could go into details about some of the songs which I might do another vlog but the songs about like um, adult life as well, like how I used to see adults as living a fake life and complaining about it, like that was their life. It's like they work a job they hate and then complain about it and that's their life. And then the weekend comes up and that's the time to live your life. And it's like, it didn't make sense to me. And I was so passionate about it. And it's like, no, and that's, what I, that's what I wrote about. I just remember having, wanting to have this impact on everyone about, all of that kind of stuff and self-belief became so important to me because I felt like it, it took me from one place into another, like from the, the first part of my story of like, where I was this kind of like kid who's just trying to fit in and do whatever. And then I found my own thing and then it, was, it, it created this self-belief and it was kind of like, I want to do my own thing. And then, and then I did it. And then in, like I exceeded my expectations, but then, you know, I wanted to, expand on them but like I did like crazy stuff like I thought it was like no nah, I'm going into Germany because of my band because this idea I had in my head like years ago because I picked up the guitar and wanted to learn it like yeah and, and I've got a band of people with me who want to do it and we're all experiencing this together and we're all growing together and we're all like our lives are kind of like changing in, in a way our personalities are and growing more 
confident in life and it was such a impactful thing inwards and outwards in my life so yeah years on like went on this whole journey of like new experiences like I, I had new bands like we did that band for a bit ended reformed another one that one had like some cool success where our music video is number one on one of the um music channels here in the uk and even from that like i ended up working on big tv shows like x factor working with like certain celebrities doing random stuff which i could talk about later but it goes into like, acting and modeling and uh, stuff like that but it all spurred from this epiphany moment of discovering myself, I guess, and discovering something that was more I hooked onto and identified with. It was like a discovery of my thing that led onto this journey years later to this date where I live this life that isn't, I wouldn't say is ordinary. Like I don't live a nine to five life. I, I, and I guess that's kind of the norm, the norm to do that, like settle down and have family, buy a house. And, you know, it has led to this kind of like life of, well, I guess, yeah, this is the, it's the life I wanted. It's definitely, what I'm trying to say, it's not typical. And um, it's all because of this epiphany moment I had of discovering my thing. Ever since then, and now I've always had this sense of, yes, you can do what you want. And I just feel like everyone else should have that too. And that's what I want to do. And that's one of the reasons why I do music is because if I do it, if I, if I live that kind of life, it's an example for everyone else to. And that's my story, really. <laughs> that's like why I do music, like how I got into it, what it means to me, why I'm kind of still doing it after these projects I've had before. That's what it is for me. I know that was really, really, really long. And if you stuck to the end, then thank you so much. It means a lot. But yeah, I hope that gives you a bit more of a backstory of like who I am and what I'm doing. And it's nice to connect with you guys in that way. Thank you for listening. Look out for some more vlogs like this. I'm going to try and go uh, live like as much as possible and um, thinking about creating a podcast maybe as well. This is going to be a podcast. Also, I have a new music video, which you might have seen already. It's called Nerves. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's on my Instagram. And I've also got this new T-shirt. I don't know if you saw that. It's a new merch, which are the lyrics from um, my new song. And yeah. Breathe in, breathe out, exhale, self-doubt. That is from the song. And you can get that on my store. The link is in my bio. I'll probably put the link next to this, actually. So, yeah, anyway, I'm going to shut up. Thank you for listening. I love you all, and I'll see you soon. Bye.